Jeff London, one time, episode 29. 29. We a special episode today. Yo, big episode 29. My guy, Jeff London and Jason Smith. You know what it is. You can find <laughs> us at, I'm the promoter, he's the DJ on all formats. All formats. And today, who we got, bro? Special. Special. Ex- extended interview with our guy, DJ Not only our guy, Reach. my brother, DJ Reese, the yeah, one and only Mr. DJ Reach. Let's go. My guy, DJ Reach, checking in, man. I've been friends with this kid for a long time. We have came up in this industry. Reach was doing it, though, like when we were, like, coming up. Reach has always been doing it. He's a huge celebrity DJ. He's been around the world and back. He's a great influence on not only myself, but the culture in general. We have this beautiful thing called a, a secret society on our phones. It's a little chat that we have. We can't disclose the name of it. You know what I mean? But it's all love. And it's all love. And it's really, it's a great to have you here. Reach has been through it. He's, he's, worked at record labels he knows the culture he knows the history he knows so much about nightlife and and i'm just glad you could take out the time to be part of the show today man thanks for me appreciate you man thank you guys man thank you guys so much for having me honestly like you know i know i'm 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 sitting amongst veterans and, and you know people who really who really like uh you know will ride for the culture and yeah man and we don't like, it's a job you know, but believe this, in this shit yeah you know this I mean? is a like, it's yeah, a culture like, for sure man hip-hop and, yeah, and, and like, nightlife everything it's just a broad range of beautiful things yeah. to put together dude so, so and we, we all started off with like that 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 initial curiosity or that that fire burning inside us like yo what what's i, I want i want to be close to music i want to be yeah, close yeah, to, yeah. to to djing and like yo i want to do that we all started with that like just that that really pure kind of like curiosity and genuine interest like and bands we started in the garage career. man we started in our basements bro yep. playing crib, a hobby like, yeah, a hobby created totally. a career for us a hobby absolutely. yeah exactly that, you know that's I mean? my whole point is that like you know i think like you know we we all deserve our flowers or like to be to still be here today, you know what I mean. How especially, many years, do especially into it, people like you know us. I mean? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We've been around. Man. Yeah, recess a lot like of people come and go. A lot of different waves absolutely. come and go. And, you know. yeah, changes the 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 industry changes so quickly, and to be able to adapt and grow in it is is a real hard thing to do and reach and i don't mean to toot my own horn but i i'm still here too you have to adapt yes. dude. some people yes. don't don't know how to adapt mm-hmm. and they fall to the wayside but yep. one thing a reach mm-hmm. didn't adapt to is i heard that he still you just scratch live when he <laughs> djs so other than that yeah <laughs> that's a fact oh yo they God. told me that at sapphires that on hard. sunday <laughs> I was like, they're lying. The sound guy came up. Shout out to James Wang and Richie Romero and yeah. Jonas. All those guys had me at Sapphires on Halloween with Nick Cannon. It was Hell crazy. Yeah. You were that missed. I was hoping to see you, man. But it was, was a crazy night. Dude, dude, is that true? It was like insane. It was insane, I was trying dude. I to slide through and come show love. And like, yeah, man, I, I, I'm the dinosaur that I am in certain ways. In certain ways, I'm like, I try to think very like forward thinking think ahead and yeah yeah and, and you know kind of like kick down some doors or whatever figure out how to like lead but when it comes to tech stuff i'm like literally the dinosaur the fossil am literally am said to me he was like yo reach i was coming to vegas yeah, yeah. with crates is this when you were records. still at tau when, yeah at tau i was flying out every week he was at he was at um, Body English. Oh, Body English. Body English. Oh, what was yeah. that at? Hard Rock, right? Yeah. 
Hard Rock, yeah. So I think that was his first residency was Body English. That was his first big one. And he was there every Friday. And we were going, like, head to head. I was Fridays in Tao. He was Fridays in Body English. <laughs> and, like, you know, that was the homie already. Yeah, yeah. So it was like, we would build. And you know how he, you know, you guys, I'm sure, if you, you know, everybody knows how he was always really, like, pushing, you know, trying to push the culture forward, the DJ With everything, forward, right? Yeah, yeah. With everything, you know, whether it be, like, the style of mixing and cutting and wordplay and everything that he's mm-hmm. trying to do and mashups and, or even just tech wise. So our, our, what became one of our like, you know, really great mutual friends is always rock the con Andy. Yeah. He's an amazing DJ. Yeah. 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 Andy, yep. Legend. One of the, probably one of the most respected DJs like by other DJs, like everybody I know that knows Andy is like, yo, that kid is, is, is a monster. He could, he could, you know, he could have, you know, if he, anytime he wants to. He could, yeah. To the top, he, was, he can. He was he can, a man. You know I mean? And he was. He, he know, did it so effortlessly, it. too. Like, right? So he, I remember I used to see him at, like, where Kiss and Fly was. This dude would be on his phone. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy texting, like, at 2.30 <laughs> right. in the morning? He's right. texting the entire time he's mixing these records. Crazy. Crazy. And, and bodying it. And yeah, like, yeah. Like, <laughs> sitting there, like, scratching your head, like, damn. And, you know, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but AM. AM took him under his wing. Like AM, when he met Andy, yeah. he took Andy under his wing and he took a liking to him. Was like, yo, man, like you're super dope. Like your edits, your programming, like, you know, you oh, got yeah, all, the, guys, all, yeah. all the tools in the tool belt. Like he was like, yo, I, w- I want to bring you, I'm going to start an agency. I want to bring you over to my agency. Yeah. They were homies at first. And then he was like, I want to bring you over to my agency. Um, Andy was already with Scam Artists. And That's the way right. he got yep. Scam Artists was I was getting booked in. Uh, I was I was resident at, at at Marquee in New York, and then I started getting these gigs. Bef- I think before Vegas, I started getting these gigs in Arizona in Scottsdale because I had a bunch of boys from like high school from yeah, New yeah. York that went out to ASU. So I just go see them. Like, yo, your campus is. Lit. Crazy. That's like, where I met fashion when it. I was 14 years old at Teen Night at, <laughs> at ASU campus. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That, that was when the first first time I met fashion. I'm like, who the hell is this guy? They're like, yo, this kid is nasty. I was like, who the hell is this guy? And then I heard him. I was like, yo, he's insane. He came out um, with like Z Trip. They came up together. Yeah. Z Trip. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Like that. That whole like that's such an interesting little kind of phenomenon in in and of itself. Like just you know because. Knowing that it's not a major market, but seeing how much it definitely was not it, a major market. Mean? Yeah, for sure. Nah, it was just like a really a, a big college town. Huge. But like, yeah. What came out of there was like you know some super dope legendary DJs, and so I I, I kept getting booked out there. My boys were like, "Yo, do this frat party, do this little lounge where we're promoters." Like, yeah, come, like yeah. so I'm like, yeah, because truthfully, their their school was way more fun than my school. I went to school in Connecticut. I went to. Uh, Wesleyan College in in uh, in Connecticut, yeah, yeah. so that's why I was like kind of close to Boston. The Cardinals, so the Cardinals of Wesleyan, isn't it? The Cardinals. That's <laughs> us. Yeah. Bill, Bill, Bill Belichick went to Wesleyan. Yeah, yes. that's crazy. Bill Belichick, his daughter, like you know, a couple little Wesleyan, Lynn Manuel Miranda from yeah. uh, you know, yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, Broadway uh, shit. That's the homie and everything. So so I'm at the school and it's like you know it's it's, it's dope. It's dope. It's, it's, it's like, you know, hippied out and we're like good vibes, but it's not the like, it's like, it's it's like the no energy versus the big room. Right? Yeah, 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 you know yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah, like, yeah, we totally. Yeah. And ASU was like the fucking big room, the fucking yeah, monster yeah. rave. You know That's what I mean? crazy. So I went out there, got a taste of that. And I was like, first of all, let me say as a footnote, ASU at that time, I don't know if it's still true. Because I don't even know if Playboy exists anymore. I remember that. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the number one school, <laughs> school for like, for, yeah. That, like that was like girls who would end up in Playboy. Yeah, come from it was like, like it was like the farming system. Like, I lived out, I there, out there. Yeah, it was crazy. and I was like, yo, I don't even want to go back home. Like I didn't want to leave. I was like, yo, I don't want to go back. I want to stay here. Like your school is way better than my school. So I'm I'm playing out there every time I get the chance, right? So I'm playing, I'm playing, and then I, I you know, they're like, yo. Uh, LA, LA kind of picked me up. So some LA clubs started picking me up and they were like, yo, we want you to do this date and that date. And then Vegas, Tau Vegas came. That's how so you got Vegas, Tau? So, so, from that. So, yeah, so, so, mm-hmm. so, well, no, not even from that. No, nah, it was just me being like the sort of, you know, it, it was between, it became between me and Vice, but initially it was me as the flagship DJ of what then was just called Strategic Group. Now it's called Tau Group. 
So I was the flagship DJ at Marquee every Tuesday and Thursday, which were the hottest two nights. Those were the two big industry nights. So um, from that, when they said, yo, we're, we're opening up in Vegas. So yeah, like we got a spot for you. Like, yeah, like, like, do you want to be part of our next chapter right. of our business? And I was like, yeah, of course, like sign me up. I don't care. Like the money was at first, the money was, was, was nothing. It was, it was local rates to, you know, to go all the way there. So my schedule didn't allow me to go to uh, AZ anymore to Scottsdale. Yeah. And my guys were like, yo, like, come on, man, you're leaving us hanging. Like, who, <laughs> who are we going to use the DJ? Like, who's our special guest New York DJ? I was like, yo, this is kid who plays on Wednesday nights. Um, he does like, you know, everything. He has, you know, he can play any style you want. Right now he's playing with this kid, Steve Aoki, and um, who's getting like, you know, booed on for playing like the hip hop sets that he's playing and the and the music that he's playing. Like the crowd's kind of giving this kid a hard time. Yeah, he was playing and, open and, format and, and, and at that time for sure. Open hard format. open format. So I heard Aoki him play like open format and getting yep. like shit on. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. not the Aoki that we know today. Obviously, he found his way to greatness. No he question. found his own lane. He's a yeah. dope, awesome guy, you know, and a marketing genius. Totally. That I love I love what he does marketing wise and you know, musically as well. So Andy's like making friends with, with Aoki. They're on like Wednesday nights was kind of like the I think it was Wednesdays and Fridays that they played. And those nights, Friday was housed in the main room downstairs. Wednesday, I think, was like uh, open format, but leaning towards like, I want to say like leaning towards a little more like indie shit, a little more like... Like that LA, electro, like all... Yeah, like that electro, yeah. like that uh, that super LA, started, like ultra yeah, dance, like alternative dance shit. Yeah, 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 that was awesome. So that, I still was, play all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, so that, that was like really the... like. Like just birth like of electro, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And they were they were on that night, and um, so so I'm like, yo, there's this kid, you know, I, I when I when I can get in, because the crazy shit was Was at the door, legendary doorman Was, was shout out Was, like, he's the fucking out to best Was, man, Steven's yeah, the jack of all trades, love actor, that dude, man, he's always treated me so well, connoisseur, yeah, Mercado, all that shit, <laughs> guitar he, player, he's man, a I, I, rock star, yeah, movie star, this guy star, does it all, man. man. Yo, I got I got some Wash stories, man. People don't realize like Wash used to be a bodybuilder at one point. Wash was a bouncer. Wash was a bouncer. <laughs> I can see that, bro. And a bodybuilder like a like a juice head, like you know what I mean, like no like comp like competition, like, dude. Yo, he was like yo, like the dude was jacked, jacked. Like he he rolled with like rough ass dudes, like like his man, his right hand man is a legendary dude who I think bodyguarded Madonna named Lucifer. That's I got yo, I got. I got stories. If you got time, I got <laughs> I know you so, do. That's why I had to have no, you on here. But yeah, yeah. not only that, we uh, we saw that article about disco. You sent me that another yeah. famous yo, door guy. Crazy. Yeah. So if, yeah, for, for y'all that don't know, Wash was like a really, really legendary door guy in New York City. And he was, yeah. he, he's been part of this industry and culture for a very long time and is very well respected for sure. I, I was trying to push him to, to do a podcast before covid i was like yo you have to do a podcast <laughs> the shit that he's too got many yeah, yeah. Too many stories <laughs> yeah. i was like yo he, he i mean like one day he'll write the book like you know what i mean or oh my god it's gonna be so good yeah yeah, like, yeah gotta have yeah. I'll, I'll buy it for sure. hell yeah man um, so i'm going on wednesdays i'm i'm feeling myself tuesday thursday i'm, I'm the guy i'm like oh this is crazy I, I stumbled into this gig and i'm like yo i go back on a wednesday to like check out other djs so i'm like yo i'm off on wednesdays let me hear the other djs was is like I'm like, hey man, um, you know I'm the guy from Tuesdays and Thursdays, you know, um, you know I DJ with you, and he's like, it's Wednesday, so what does that mean? <laughs> like, he just did it at the door, like the first like ten weeks in a row. But That's I'm relentless, so I just kept coming back and coming back. I'm like, damn, my maybe my girls aren't hard enough. I had to switch up my girls. I'm like, right, <laughs> yeah, 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 I gotta, yeah. I got to step my game up. I had to import some girls from from ASU or something like that. So I'm like, all right. So I come back, he finally lets me in. I meet this kid, Andy. Andy's dope. I'm like, yo, this kid is fucking wicked, man. This kid's nasty on it. So we start talking. I think, like, you know, he, like, drove me home with all my crates one day. He, like, he's like, yo, I, I feel like he came from, what city was he originally from? I can't Virginia, like, I think, right? Yeah, I think Virginia. Yeah, I think yeah, Virginia, yeah. right? So so he had a car. So he was like, yo, you ever do with the car? And, yo, <laughs> yeah, New Yorkers so, ain't got no yo, cars, can yo. I, can I catch a ride with you? And yeah. he's like, yo, I got you. Man. He's mad cool. So... Back to AZ, they're like, who do we get? I said, yo, you should get this kid. He's fucking nice. And he's like not getting the light he deserves. 
let, like, let's get him this traveling gig and give, give him that platform. So I was like, cool. They were like, my friends are like, yo, this kid better be good. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was like, trust yeah, me. Yeah, so yeah. they, we booked him and they were like, you're cool, Reach. But this guy's like, yo, this guy's nasty. But they had to like, yo. So they, so they fell in love with him. So they start, and I'm like, you know me, I'm like, yo, blessings. Like, right. Yeah, you are. So they, you love. They, they it's love. love. They, yeah, they, yeah. They start flying him out every, every, every chance they got. That's they start amazing. flying him out. While he's out there, he gets on the radar of, if, if I'm not mistaken, he gets on the radar of Vice. Yeah. Vice hears about him. And Vice is like, yo. I checked this kid out, he's ill. And Vice always at that time was running around with his manager, Suji. Yeah. As they're trying to build scam. An agency, yeah, scam yeah. artist. Yeah. The Indian. So they got like <laughs> Yeah, so they got like uh Eric Deluxe, I think, was down maybe at this point. Uh, five and five Eric Deluxe, Vice, all of Vice's homies, Echo. Yeah. Homicide, um, like it was like homicide. Yeah, yeah he's like, one of the first too. Homicide, homicide. Yeah. Was Wait, wasn't it homicide was like, with the AMs? Like it, uh, hey, homicide and AM were, were no. He was friends before. Oh, he was on AM's agency. Dexter, Dexter before skin. Before he was on Dexter before Hollywood was on Dexter before homicide was on Dexter before scam. I think maybe. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if that's true. I'm not sure if that's true. That might, I, I, he might have been. He might have been. He might have been. You might be right about that. I think Dexter um, was. I think it was. I think it was Mood Swing, yeah, Dexter, yeah. and then scam. scam. So I think Mood Swing was the first. Then came Dexter, yes. and then came uh, Scam. That's the well, way I think well, it went. Had scam. Sujit had Scam uh, like shortly after I think Mood Swing because. He was working with Bad Boy Bill doing Rage. Oh, that's right. So that was his first that's right, dude. It, so he it, was early. In yeah. full circle, early. Bad Boy Bill is now on Scam. Now on Scam. Yeah, yeah. That's circle. crazy. So so Vice hears this kid rock the con and is like, yo, Suja, we got to sign this kid. He's dope. So Andy signed. He's like, they court him. Like, yo, we want to get you down. Yeah. And, and we'll, you know, we'll get you some LA shit. We'll get you this. We'll get you that. So he gets down and he tells me, yo, Reese. You gotta fuck with these guys. Like, yo, these guys are building something dope. Right. I'm like, who's Vice? What? Who? Who? What? What? What are you talking about? So I'm like in my own world, but I'm like, all right. Then I start seeing AM come to New York, and half the time when he was coming to New York to play, yeah. he's bringing Vice with him. So uh, I'm like, oh, okay, that's the same kid Andy was talking about. Right. Vice. Yeah. All right. So I was like, let me check him out. So I think like Vice would close sometimes for. For for uh, AM and also when AM would be double booked yeah. and he couldn't do two, he'd be like yo he'd throw those gigs to Vice. So Got that it. really really was a huge huge uh you know like like step up like a huge like right. blessing for Vice. Yeah, because AM was like yo you're my and, and then the fact that there's what ended up happening over time was that Vice's style was a little more traditional you know straightforward. Groom that radio power one hundred and six. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. The, he's just he's hitting you with the with the bangers. Right. Not he he could do all the creative shit that vice that that AM could do, but he wasn't he wasn't leaning as heavy on it. Right. So what ended up happening is when AM really was in that bag of yeah, like yeah. yo live mashups, mad cuts, like. <laughs> Pardon me, I don't have COVID. But, so, <laughs> so when he was really in that bag of like, I'm gonna put on a concert. Yeah. This is what I feel like happened to, to AM. At a certain point, and this is early, this is pre-EDM explosion, people would come see AM. He was the first DJ and certainly the first open format DJ other than maybe let's say like a, a Jazzy Jeff or somebody, you know, another legend like that. Yeah. But like you would literally, people, when his name was out there enough, People would just come and like stare at the booth. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. Concert, like a, no, like you a would, band is playing. Yeah, like, like you not, could sell hard tickets. Anymore, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd sell hard. He's probably one of the first DJs to sell a hard ticket. Yeah. Yes, yes. And just literally the experience. The experience was like like this, like facing the stage. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh, like a different thing from like, yo, Jason's playing, Boogie's playing, we're in the party. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and, right. and like we're looking at each other. People were focused on the booth. He was and one that's, of the first people that had that effect. Now, I think I think that's the time when the DJ booth started going from being up in the. Uh, oh, we lost reach. Oh, oh he's, no, no, you no, back? I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I, got a call <laughs> I think that's the I time when 
the DJ booth started transforming from being in the back of the club in the closet or yep. way above in the crow's nest to actually be in the front of attention. Yeah. And it's because AM allowed that he broke that barrier of us just being thrown in a shitty room to actually right, be in the, the right, center right. of attention. And so, Afterthought, like, where can we, how small of a space can we squeeze the DJ this room? Guy, yeah, like, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? like, for sure. Which, which, which truthfully, which truthfully was the effect of bottle service. Right. Because previously, like, if, yeah. you, if, you, if you think about a Studio 54 or a Tunnel or Palladium or any of those, like, legendary clubs, it was all about the DJ in right. the eighties and seventies. It was, and, yeah, you know, yeah. Oh, so, so that, that's so that's that's. I mean, we can talk about that too. Like, that's an interesting thing where, like, the economics and the business mm-hmm. side, and how we all know how it's like, you know, affected our our experience as DJs, and like, just like the, um, you know, like how people experience like, like. So, I, of course, if I'm not yeah. mistaken, yeah. So, if I'm not mistaken, like, bottle service came from. Uh, some New York like OG promoters that went to Europe, like you know, like so, like socialite guys. I like, heard this like, story like, too. Yeah, I actually heard yeah. this story somewhere too. Yeah, I can't, so, like, I can't I tell you like, where uh, I heard it from because I can't David remember. David Sonner, but, yeah. Michael Alt, like those yeah. guys, like guys in that era, they went to Europe, partied in Europe, living the high life, yeah. and they're like, oh shit, they're selling champagne at a table in order for you to sit down, and like instead of focusing on a big dance floor, somebody got the idea to like. We can make we can upsell and make way more profit if we like right. if we squeeze the dance floor and make it more tables. So the business people, the business side of the of, you know of, of 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 the game, they picked that up and came back and were like, "Yo, we're doing that. Like, let's try that out." So once that happened, it's the real estate becomes like square footage real estate in the club. Yeah, it matters. Becomes like yeah. matters. Yeah, like I, I, that. Those like you know those five tiles right there. I could sell those five tiles. With, Square tiles, yeah. I can sell that spot for two thousand dollars. Right, right. You know, so do I want to? Don't want the DJ with to be this big. No, or do I want to make yeah, right, small right. as fuck. Twenty grand, for especially in New York, so there's a- not a lot of big space to to do yeah. shit like that either. So, yeah. so did so did the AM yeah. uh, bust on you for still using the scratch line? Hundred percent, not using Serato. Hundred <laughs> percent, yo. So so AM would come to me and he would be like, "Yo, I love you, Reach, but like." Come to my crib. I will literally, I will give you the music. I will give you the software. Like you have to get on Serato, bro. Like you're missing out on this whole new tech. Yeah, that's yeah. like game changer. And I'm like, yo, like, yo, I'm like, it's kind of stubborn. Like, yo, it's working for me, man. Like, I don't know if I want to switch. And like, I don't want to fuck up the magic. Like, that's how I felt. Like, yeah, I don't yeah, wanna, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, of course, I, everything's clicking. Like these, th- these vinyls are like my babies right yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we all. We all had that feeling, yep. you know, to some extent. A lot. So I was like, yo, I, and plus I'm like, I'm waiting to see when you guys' computers crash. You know what I mean? Of like, course. Yeah, I, yeah. Like, like, like I don't do that. I do the same thing. I wait for the second generation of something to come out. Second generation. To before I so get into it. He was like, yo, he, he was like, yo, dude, please. Like, it will help you. Like, you you, you have talent. Like, yo, uh, this will up your game. And I was like, yeah, man, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And I just kept putting it off. It literally got to the point where now five five is on is on uh, Serato. Yeah. Now Ob One is on Ob One. Uh, yes. Ob One. <laughs> yo, shout yeah. out to the homie Ob One. Yeah. Um. Um. You know, uh, uh, Eric Deluxe, obviously. Uh, yeah. Scratchy. All all the homies. Homicide. All the homies. Rock yeah. the cup. So now I'm like the only guy coming to town with these records, and I'm charging them. I'm like, yo. At a certain point, I'm like, yo, guys, like. My baggage fees are oh, crazy. Like right. yeah, three hundred dollars yeah, yeah. every yeah, yeah. time. Like that's crushing my whole five hundred dollar check that you're paying me yeah. to come out to Vegas yeah. when I first started. Of course. So you know, before they added a couple zeros to that, so yeah. I'm like, yo. So I'm like, so 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 they're getting pissed because they're like, yo, your baggage fees are crazy. These guys are walking in with a laptop and a backpack. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I literally, I ended up buying extra crates. So I I duplicated all my crates and I would leave them in, in a Vegas? storage oh, in no Vegas shit. at town. The, the the legend is that they're still there. Wow! Because I left them. I left them after my contract. Oh my ended, god! I, I left them. That's crazy. And I was like, yo, 
I'm not really, and, and at that point, I was already on Serato, so right. I was like, uh, uh, you know, let's go look for like, them. Yeah, so yeah, should we go on an adventure? It's like a treasure, it's like yeah. a treasure fucking hunt. Yo, like, whoever Tau. finds that, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, That'd be know who really has them? Like, that dude, Omar, he was so mean to me at Tau. You remember yo. that dude, Omar? He was, he... Shout out to Omar. <laughs> I mean, go ahead, you talk, you talk. No, 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 I'm good. I'm good. So, <laughs> he doesn't get any of my attention. So, so Reach, we do, this, we do this on the... There's a love-hate with me and Omar, <laughs> Bet. I can only imagine. I have love and respect for him because he was initially at the core. He's a house DJ, yeah. so he was a DJ. He understood. Um, and but like you know, Tao is so successful because they're so serious and militant about like business and and you know just kind of like you know how they run a very tight ship and like there's a lot of discipline that's needed to work with them yeah. on the managerial side for so sure they, like they're very like you know as what they're, they're they're loving and caring and, and like you know nurturing to their staff and the family but they're also like yo the expectations are high and like you know you only you don't have a lot of room to, to fuck right, up right so they so they were riding him like like jason strauss specifically was riding omar no wonder was like his, now i understand his, his, what, like, right, where he's coming jason from then. Yeah, literally yeah. groomed this guy yeah, yeah yeah and like made him into like yo you're gonna be like me you're gonna be a fucking militant fucking, he was he was you know, very militant execution where, guy like, where, where really is he execute. now i don't know huh. i i mean I, I i think it got to be a lot yeah. In, in the end, he started to develop his own agency. Oh, okay. I, I had, I had like, you know, in the end of my contract, shit kind of unraveled for me. Tequila, girls, weekly flights, not a lot of sleep. Yeah, and, like, and you were young. It's just a different young, time, space. something. Yeah, yeah. Feeling myself and all that. So, like, my shit kind of just unraveled a bit. <laughs> and they were like, yo, we love you, Reach. You got to take some time off. And Omar was one of the main people who was like, yo, like, because I had a certain amount of leverage from being like the first guy. I were, that they were like, your flagship. You right. Know no, I mean? yo, you were. That's what I remember. You were at that same time, kind of, that's when we first started at Providence. And, and for you yes. to have that huge contract, Providence, which was a nightclub in Atlantic City where Reach and I yes. first used to play with each other. Yeah, that was big because that was that era of the Paris Hiltons, the yeah, AMs, in reach. Sound a little crazy. We used to play with each other. <laughs> pause. <laughs> but I have a story about that. It's pretty funny. Yeah, June. Yeah, June. She's the best. Oh my god, I gotta get June on here too. But like, yeah, Reach was like cool. one of the first big guys to be playing like Vegas like that. In a, in that. That's yeah. what broke his career into like taking all these other ventures around the world, man. You know that that Tao, Tao, in that was a big. That was that was when Vegas was popping too, man. So Yo, it was crazy. like celebrities everywhere, and it's not the same anymore. But so that was a yeah, good era for insane. you. So reach. Yo, it was it was amazing, man. For sure, it was amazing, and it was like it was it was right before, you know. Literally, I remember. AM got a million dollar contract. He's making twenty yep. k. Was that at Body English? Friday. Was that, that the was Body like English LAX. contract, or was it that LAX. was the Body English? Oh uh, no, that was, was, was the Body English. English. No, he opened oh, no, LAX and, later and, on. Yeah, LA, yeah, and, and LAX made him a partner. Yeah, LAX made him a partner. Um, and so they gave him equity, and he had the million dollar contract. Right. And then later on, his last contract, I think, was was Palms. Was Palms? Yeah, Palms because. A trip, C trip took over. With his face on yeah, the yeah, yeah, that's crazy. So this guy was literally like rock starring it out, yeah, yeah. like breaking down doors for DJs and especially open format DJs. He was man, and then and then this whirlwind comes in called EDM. And it's not and even, let's rectify, it's not, it's EDM, it's not house music. EDM is right. totally EDM. separate from yeah. house music. House Absolutely. music ain't going nowhere. EDM's a right. niche, for sure. Right, and so when that came in, we were all thinking like AM, Vice, Reach, uh, you know, a homicide, uh, Irie when he would come to town, certain people. It was like, yo, we were we were the top of the food chain. Yeah, you know, yeah. In, in our in, in our perspective from open format wise, we were the top of the food chain. Z Trip obviously was he was going another route because he was like he's always in a he's always in like, his he's always in his own lane. Yeah, always, yeah, he was, yeah making yeah. records. Yep. And, and then and then the EDM guys came in and they just like we be, we 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 didn't become an afterthought to the owners and the staff and our 
pool of, of, of yeah. fans. Yeah. But like to like the larger, like like to the like masses, the larger yeah. audience, the masses, yeah. Yeah. who the fuck were we? Right. Because people are coming through with their own original songs. And not only that, they were selling hard tickets. Yeah. They're selling tickets because they're actually touring the Artists. band. Yeah, they're, yeah. So they they just eclipsed us. So the twenty grand that AM was making was like quit like it was like a two three year sweet spot. Like yeah, oh, this is it with the oh King. for all and of us though like, too. I remember we were oh, doing like Afro five thousand. Yeah, yeah. It went from and like you guys are getting a hundred. Right, and then uh. Yeah, but, the yeah. middle money just disappeared. We were uh, we were uh, like yes. close to me. I you know I wasn't making twenty k, but we we're up to that five right. grand pocket. Sure. And then all of a sudden, sure. EDM came out. It came into that's when you're exactly right. Came in. We're spending sixty thousand dollars on an artist, or we're spending three hundred fifty dollars when we don't have that artist. Right. And it, that middle right. money just don't totally that, disappeared. Right. Yeah. And and listen, and that and that's and that is where. A lot of DJs you know, fell off too, yeah, because they couldn't yo, survive that money. Moving to Vegas, yeah, like yeah. think about how that dude, multiple dudes we know, crooked up Sean Perry, Sean Perry, uh, crooked, crooked, shout out crooked, uh, yep, uh, uh, never, uh, you know, mad dudes we know were picking up. Uh, even uh, the young homie, um, um, uh, I'll remember his name in a second, but like, like we're 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 picking up and moving out there like yo i'm moving my life to vegas because this is where the opportunities are that's where the big money is even if i start at the bottom of the totem pole i'm gonna work my way up and it's gonna it's gonna pay dividends it's gonna be worth it you know people bringing their families and wives and kids and shit so you know and then to have that like you said to have that middle section of the budget like spectrum disappear evaporated it was like yo And, and the thing is it ended up it ended up it ended up like being so top heavy with Calvin Harris making two fifty a night, <sighs> the yeah. chain smokers, the homies who yeah. were making three hundred dollars yeah. in New York, yeah. three hundred bucks to split between the two, two of them. them. Yeah, the shout out to the original Rhett. founding member. Shout out to Red and Alex. Yeah, Red, Red and Alex. Yep, yep. Named right. the group, brought out, brought Alex Paul uh, in as a part as as. He he was in the art world. Yeah, he brought. Alex That's what he did. He sold homie. artwork. Yeah, yeah. His homie was like, "Yo, I love when you spin. I love coming to see you spin. Yo, can you teach me how to DJ? Let's maybe we could be a group." And Rhett was like, "Yeah, we could be a group. You're the homie, of course. Yeah, I'll yeah. show you how to spin." <laughs> Shout out to Rhett Bixler. Names the group. We're yep. gonna be the Chain Smokers. Yep. And and I'll let I'll let you have him on the show to tell his own story. That. <laughs> oh, that's a good but, one. It's like the lost. It's like the drummer that left the Beatles before yeah. the Beatles blew up. Yes, <laughs> yes, yo. And Chainsmokers at the top of the spectrum were getting in a few years ago four hundred thousand yep. wow, dollars a night. Yeah, man. So there's there's scandal in this too. There's there's controversy in this because you know the articles that came out in 2019, I think, where you know, it was found out that there were deals being made. There were bidding wars going on between when and Oh, yeah, this Paul is pre-COVID, and, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pre-COVID, yeah, pre-COVID. Yeah. There were bidding wars going on where they were the, the they were essentially, I'll just say, like, the managers of the art. And I don't want to, I'm not targeting anybody or anything like that. Yeah. But they were running up the numbers. They were like, yo, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 200 grand, <laughs> yeah. 250, 300. But there was people I think that might've had a vested interest in that run up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Of course. Yo, I'm going to say two fifty next and you say three. And then like the higher the number went, I think somebody was getting a little kickback. Right, of course. Right, the right. But well, that was a that's, huge excess thing. I think that's where the, a lot of the DJs ended up going. I think excess at encore was, yep. was, was definitely, yep. definitely like pulling the muscle and spending the money. And uh, yep. now they don't have anything lined up over there. From what I'm right. seeing, right? From what I'm seeing, it's like a, it's, a, it's a different story, and that's the thing. And so, and and then even the EDM guys, so it got so top heavy that now you got. I remember it would literally be like me and Vice and a bunch of the homies in uh, five Eric Deluxe, et cetera, et cetera. We're all in town, and it's like we're all like scratching our heads as open format DJs. Like, yo, this EDM shit is here. These guys are getting all the love. We got like one little billboard. They got like ten billboards around right, town. Yeah. They're getting fucking room key. They're getting all the. They got all the in the magazines. The branding around that, yeah, was crazy. The branding and marketing around them is crazy, and we're like, all right, we gotta we gotta learn to DJ EDM. So we're all like, all right, we're gonna learn to DJ EDM. We're gonna try to learn to produce EDM, 
And, yeah, um, yeah. you know, because because think about it. Nobody could tell, like we said at the beginning of the conversation, this dream for all of us, little hobby, pipe dream, solidified into a career and a lifestyle. A business, so you couldn't too. Yeah, tell yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, no. We, 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 we were all winning. At yeah. whatever level <laughs> you were at, if you were working and making your living, you know, every week by DJ, you, you made it happen. You were living the dream. So you couldn't tell us that we couldn't learn how to make EDM. You couldn't tell us no, no, that we not. weren't going to go and come for those guys next. Calvin Harris, Patrick, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Dead Mouse. We were going to come for their throats. Is that we when? Is that the era when you guys made that sick ass scam video? Oh, that yes. shit was fire. Oh, no, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Amazing, Yo, when you guys were like on top of the parking garage and yeah, shit like yeah. that. We were doing the Ocean's <laughs> Eleven like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that shit was fire. I think Irie was that in there. Shit. Everybody, you I were in was, there. I, I, we were sitting there like, yo, you think we need one more? Yo, I think we need one more. Like a Brad Pitt. Um, yeah, that shit was, was so fire, dude. we need one dude. more guy. Ocean, it's like Ocean's 10. We needed number yeah, 11. Yeah. And then Irie was the, the, the X Factor. He was number 11. I think Scribble was, was in like, that video, too. Wasn't Scribble, Scribble in that video? He was, like, Scribble there for, like, two weeks. He was, like, on Scam for, like, two weeks, right? That yeah, thing he had was, just joined. Just joined, yeah. yeah. I remember that. He had just, yo, I, I, got, I got crazy stories. I, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to get myself in any trouble. I don't want to burn any bridges. And nothing, 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 nothing bad about. No, no, I, no, 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 no. That's my brother. That's my brother, and God bless him. My too. I owe you my know, whole my career brother. to that guy. Uh, yeah, for I'm like, sure. Yo, listen, actually, we all. If you want to go on like the timeline, the timeline of like the history of open format DJs and who the like, literally, truthfully, who the Mount Rushmore. Oh, it's definitely the, scribble. Yeah, we can, that, 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 that's a conversation yeah. right there. Who's with Mount Rushmore? Yeah. But also, like, he gets overlooked, but I think he's got to be on that Mount Rushmore because he broke through the biggest barriers. There would be no AM without him. He was the first. AM's on there, no question. He's, but he's, there would have been no AM if it wasn't for Scribble because Scribble was the exactly. first DJ yeah. to be brought to the forefront of pop, not right. even pop culture. MTV, yeah. MTV. he was the first DJ you saw on television. Right, right. This man that's had that's fucking it. toys selling in Toys R Us. Yeah. Scribbleheads. They were called, what, yeah, Bobbleheads are the, uh, scr- the original. Yeah. Yo, this is the original rock star. He's chilling yeah. with Dave Navarro. Then he's chilling with Run DMC. Right. He's, 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 Hanging out with Carmen Electra and he's living it. And he's, he's playing house music Molly on some Crew. nights too. Yeah, yeah. Everything. And, Tommy and, Lee. And, and, and then and then he's on Hot 97 playing Mob Deep. And I'm listening. I'm like, yo, Queens, get the money. Quick, quick, Queens. And I'm sitting in my crib like, oh my God, this guy, yo, he's killing it. Yeah, 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 yo, yeah. he, this guy, all flowers, and you should have him on the show. I'm just going to yeah, go back on the show. DJ Scribble. And he's been to Helen back three, four times. Yeah. So yeah. his story. Is is like you know, God bless him. He's he's his heart is gold. Of he, course, he's the best is, man. Is, I'm it, so it grateful. Needs to be told, yo, like that guy made it. Yeah, like you said, no AM without Scribble. Scribble broke the fucking doors down before everybody. So, um, yeah, he had just joined when that video dropped. Um, and like, yo, man, we were on such a high, and then the the, the fucking it was like Fifty Cent coming to the to the industry or hip hop, like. EDM came in and just like yeah. fucking bullied all of us. Like, yeah, hey, yeah. fuck you guys. We're they still just, trying to recover from that shit. We're still trying to get like, we're, you know, we're like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Facts, shout out to man. my man Ja Rule. I don't want to say, I don't even doubt Ja Rule. That's all. <laughs> but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're, we're still figuring it out right now. Yeah, man. Um, but like, it got so top heavy that now it would be, like I was saying, it would be like Vice and, uh, and you know, Eric and Homicide or whatever. And we're like, who do we want to go here? to do our research today at the pools on Saturday or Sunday. And it's like, Aoki's over here at one pool, Calvin Harris at another pool, Tiesto's playing a, 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 the like sunset set. Like it was literally like a festival of lineup every Every single weekend. weekend. Yeah, crazy too much. So you didn't even know, like who were you gonna go listen to? Right, right. And the economics of it were so crazy that if you landed and you just came from Texas and you know, and from New York and L.A. and Boston, wherever you came into town, who the fuck are you going to go see? Right, right. There's too many options. So they couldn't, they literally, it got to the point where they started bankrupting themselves yeah. because you're paying every guy 
Tiesto's going to get 150 for the pool, yep. and then he's going to get 200 for the nighttime set at the club. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you can't sustain that. Guy's walking out with bodies. like a half a mil on a weekend, bro. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah, dude, and, and there weren't enough bodies. To fill all that space. No. Fill every room. Bro. So it started to bankrupt itself. And then they went back and they were like, yo, this shit's got to end. I feel like, like La Cosa Nostra. Like I think they all the came bosses. together and they were like, yeah. that's why Excess yeah. is like, I'm paying nobody shit. Yeah. But Resort right. World wasn't at that meeting because that's where all that money is being exactly. spent right now. Resort World spent a lot of money. And and, and, and what happened to the EDM Zook guys also something. is they got a clips. Okay, yeah, these guys sell hard tickets, but Cardi B... Has a hundred million followers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So who are you gonna book? Right. Am I gonna spend? I, and now I'm, I'm, I'm at the pricing where Cardi B will take my four hundred thousand. Yeah, it's almost yeah, same price. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, she will. Travis Scott, you know, shout out to the homie Travis. He's going through some shit right yeah, now. Yeah, man. Travis Scott would take my four hundred thousand. Right. Fuck yep. yeah. So who are you gonna book? You know what I mean? Like you're gonna have a residency for Travis, Khaled, uh, Snoop, uh, Cardi. Uh, you know the the all stars of, of you know whoever the all stars of music in general are. You can have a fucking you can have them on the lineup. Yeah. As much as we love the EDM guys, they ain't bigger than those guys. You know what True. I'm saying? Very Mar- fast. Marshmallow yeah, big, yeah. but like you know, is it gonna be Cardi or you know Bieber or? Well, I'm telling you right now, I'm not I'm not gonna be driving around listening to a Marshmallow make, uh, album. That's for sure. I mean, yeah. Yo, how about like this past? Halloween experience. I like every Halloween store I went into. The marshmallow. Oh like yeah. One of the oh my god. Classics. That's crazy. Like, for kids, that's kids so were eating that shit up. Like you know, like like he's one of us at the at the root somewhere. Right, right, yeah, right. yeah, 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 so, yeah. So Dot com was his first name, like, I think. Right. <laughs> and and truthfully, truthfully, before him, if we're keeping it real. Paulie D costume was the first one. Well, so oh my god, I didn't even see a Paulie D what, costume. Well, what about Dead Paulie D? A Dead Mouse costume. Right. Like Paulie D costume is like in the back now. Like, I gotta Google this shit. Don't de- no disrespect to Paulie D. De- I love Dead Paulie. Mouse had the costume too. The Dead Mouse had. Dead yeah, Mouse. Yeah. He, 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 oh yeah. So for sure. so reach on sure. uh, on all of our yeah. interviews. We we get, we got to finish up with. A little yes, my word. Bad. I could talk for three what, days. I would love that. Yeah, a little word association. So I'm just gonna. I, it's, I'm, that means it's both oh, of shit. us. That's why we're really bad. Yeah. <laughs> we should not. Yeah. We should just let I'm Jeff like the do the ADD interview. Yeah. Me too. So I'm gonna just give you about like six, seven words. You just give me a little word association with it. I'm gonna give you the word. You. That's like a the ridiculous first thing that problem. comes to my mind when I hear the word. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. the Poly okay. D uh, oh, costume. Is fucking. Yo, the Poly D. Shout out to Poly D. Holly D got a costume. We'll start with Harlem. Oh shit, Harlem home, home. That's I like home. that. That's where I'm from. Yeah. Awesome. Stretching Barbito. Mentors. I like My mentors that. for sure. Carson Daly. Oh, that's right. Were you on? Weren't you on the Carson yeah, Daly show? That's I right. Five se- I did five seasons on the show. I would walk up to Marquee like, "Yo, I'm the guy from TV." Like, Watch <laughs> like, me like, "Yo, so, you're not on TV like, right now, son." <laughs> he was like, "Yo, like, you know, like, I, I don't care." Like, Watch well, me like, no. And then uh, I would chase Noah Teppenberg around the club when <laughs> oh, I did God. finally get him with my demo CD. And I had my my number and my email written on it in pen. And I'd be like, yo, put me on. And he he never once called me. It was a promoter who put me on. And shout out to Noah because he changed my life. But it was a promoter who took a chance on me on his birthday. And he got me the gig. That's what's up, man. Thank you to that promoter. His name was uh, John Smosho. David David Cohen. David Cohen. David Cohen. Cohen. One time. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Juice. Oh, shit. Uh. Wow, uh, the, the 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 bug or the fever that 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 infected me and made me want to become a DJ. Like juice is oh. like the essence. That's the essence. Yeah, I love that. If it's if it's one, I word, think that's the essence. first time you see that you saw a DJ on 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 a, a movie. Or B Street, no, no, nah, Beastie, like, Hollywood. B Street was a really yeah. big big Hollywood movie yeah. or right, Wild Style. Like nah, yeah, 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 yeah. And like, yo, man. That was 1992. I'm coming up on 30 years in the game. Wow, man! I've only been in this game for 15 years. 30 year anniversary (laughs) of Juice is coming up next year, 2022. Really? I'm 30 years. I'm 30 years in this DJ journey. You know what I'm saying? So thank thank you for even mentioning Juice. All right, the next one: head spins and graffiti. Oh shit! Oh shit! My childhood, because that was that was growing up in Harlem. 
in the 80s that like it was like how do i want to participate like how can i get down with hip-hop so you tried everything graffiti is where my name came from reach it was my tag right Man. uh 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 you know and then and then i my first my first thing that i thought was going to be my my spaceship my my passion that was going to become my career my life was yeah. was breakdancing well, and like amazing. in my neighborhood <laughs> There was like the dude who's like good at the worm, the dude who's good at the robot, yeah, yeah, and then yeah, like yeah. the windmill dude. And I was like, yo, what's left? So, oh, and I got the fucking fucked up haircut too. Mm-hmm. It'd be perfect for head spin. So I was like, yo, I'm yeah, gonna that's be the, you guy the head spin guy. Head spin. So you were the head spin guy. That's why oh, I always right. had a fucking crazy haircut because I was like, yo, I need some Christian. Yeah, top. you don't want to wear a helmet when you do it. It just doesn't right. pull it off right. No helmets don't look right. That was a foul ball if you were the hell. <laughs> so we, we, we've talked about this before on our, our podcast. Can you name an album going through the whole album, no skips? Like every lyric? No, or like every song. Like every song is or, or, a gem. Or just something that I can play beginning to end. Play Correct. from beginning to end. Oh, I got a, a bunch of those, man. I mean, Give me three. Illmatic changed my life. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, uh, Illmatic changed my life. Uh, Only built for Cuban links changed my wow. life. Oh, uh, that was I mean, yeah. If want to switch genres, uh, you know, uh, man, uh, hotter than July, Stevie Wonder. Oof. I mean, uh, shit, man. Like, man, there's a, there's a there's a few, man. We can we can we can really yeah, we, we can really get we, into we it, need man. a part oh two and God. three on this one. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, big big club of small lounge to play. Ooh, wow. I feel like. I thrive in the big room. I got a big voice. I got a big presence. Shout out to Reach. He's he's definitely <laughs> really great on the mic. There's only a so, so slack flu that are really good. And, and Irie and Reach are two one of my two of my favorites. That's for sure. Yo, the the mic literally saved my career. Because oh, I'll be honest, I'll keep it real, and I'm never gonna front. I'll never ever front. I'm not the greatest. Technical DJ. I am. I, I also. I also agree that I am not the most technical DJ ever. I know that. I already know that myself. So it's okay to admit it, and I love that you're admitting it. Yeah. And I'm gonna go one step further and say this. Um, when I, coming into those that Carson Daly and those gigs in that early 2000s, like where my career really broke out, going into that era. The the under the tutelage, you know, the, like unofficially, because it wasn't like Stretch and Bob were like, "Yo, this is do this, do that." They, they weren't like giving me like, you know, here's your here's your homework, like Sensei, like no, you know, the, the, not, the, yeah. like yo, you know, it wasn't like that Karate Kid type shit, Mr. Miyagi shit. But I was just watching them because I was so fortunate to intern for Stretch and and, and, and like work out of his apartment initially, which was crazy because he was a god to me from yeah, radio. So like legend, but like. Yeah, so 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 the thing was in that, and coming from the elements of hip hop, you know, if you were gonna be a break dancer or a graffiti or a graffiti artist, especially, you really had to like learn your craft. You really had to come with your own style. You really had to be original. You had to fucking work. You had to put to to get respect. You had to be dope, right? It's not like today where you could get respect, and even Drake speaks on it. Like it's 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 clout. Not, yeah, it's not yeah. fame, right. it's clout. clout yeah. It's not fame, because fame is like, oh my God, I have, like, in, in one interpretation of fame is I have so much respect for you, and you're so polarized because of what you do or who you are, exactly. that here you're getting all the attention. Clout is like, you just have the eyeballs on you, you just have, you know, you, you got, you got, you, you know. You People are paying attention, attention, but not for yeah. a specific it doesn't have to be legendary reading. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So I'll just say this. I was all about my cuts, my blends, original flair and flavor in any possible way before I got to Marquis, Tao, Carson Daly. When I got there and I realized, oh shit, 30, 40, 40% skills got me here. Maybe 50% skills got me here. No, I want to say like 45% or 40% skills Uh got me here. 60% personality. Personality every day. Yeah, you can't duplicate that. So once I, once I realized, I literally said, I'm going to, I'm going to invest more in this because this is my X factor in my personal case, in my personal case. 
So I literally made a decision. It's going to sound sad, and I probably like the, the I belong in the DJ fucking prison and purgatory. <laughs> never, like, never. kick me off the DJ island. I haven't had turntables set up in my crib since Carson Daly. Wow. I haven't had turntables set up in my crib. That's crazy. I haven't had a, I haven't had a session. I mean, I've had sessions. I've had sessions. I just used mine yesterday, bro. And, and like, I, but I'm like, it's coming full circle. And I, it's funny that you, it's all based off the big room, small room yeah. uh, question, which is an amazing question because now is the first time I'm like, yo, I want to get turntables set up back in my crib. It feels I good. I want to get back to the essence. And I'll tell you why. It's because, in my opinion, small rooms in New York, yeah, small rooms are back. I like that. They big are. Rooms, yeah, yeah, 100%. Big, room, big rooms in New York. Only speaking for New York, and because I, I can't speak for anything else right now. Yep. But big rooms are, are they're facing a big challenge. They're struggling to figure out how to stay packed. And it, it, your name, it's similar like what happens to artists. Like your name, the mark, you know, I don't know. If an example, just throwing a name out of a hat, a marquee or a big club, you know, a, they're just losing their identity. Out. They have no identity it, to them. And, the and, smaller and rooms yes. have, sometimes you walk in a small room and the room itself is what makes that room beautiful. In that the DJ yes. sometimes just ex, is, is an extent, you know, extension and, and, of that. You know what I mean? I agree. Yes. And think about the customer of today. The kid who's 21, who's like, your, 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 your club is, 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 <laughs> trying to court that 21-year-old and get five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten good years of of, of, of a customer, of, of, of patronage yeah. out of that guy. Yeah, yeah, that that's guy it. guy or girl, you're trying, to, you're trying to get him at 21 yep. and keep him spending with you right. all his birthdays till 30, and then he says, I, I'm, my club year is done. That's like the goal, 10-year, you got a 10-year span for sure, yeah. All right. And now to get, to get that kid, though, it's a lot harder to get that kid because that kid now – He's not, he doesn't, he doesn't, he's not as invested in the historic name of the club. No, he's not at more all. invested in my, where am I going to go where my experience tonight is going to make me feel something and make my Instagram and my social media look, look good pop, tonight. It, it changed tonight. everything. Social media it changed it all. That I was nope. at the legendary such and such. So, nope. So right. in that way, I think it's changed. Yeah. For sure. All right. Last, last. Small rooms are back. <laughs> I like Hell that. Yeah. Last thing we got. So we've kept you too long. We need a part two and a part three. Last thing oh, you shit. need, we need a quick, we always have story time on this podcast. Give us a quick one celebrity story. You can admit the name. Quick one. Oh, something shit. crazy that we, uh, that we've never heard oh, before. Shit. Omit the name too. Um, if you want. Oh, you can say the name. Oh my God. Um, okay. Uh, damn, can I, oh shit. Can I tell this? Um, yeah, you can admit the name. Okay. I get, I get, I'm going to jump out the window. And uh, he's trending right now. And he's, and he's, is, this a, is this a Ron Browse story? Ron Browse story. Is it a Ron Browse story? Jumping out the window. Oh, we're going to get cut off YouTube for singing. Is that what's going to happen? on the same block. Yeah. Wow. Literally, my next door neighbor. Shout out to my Browse. So this is crazy. Um, So I'm in Vegas all the time or whatever. And I I make friends with Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush is dating Kim Kardashian. Reggie's dating Kim. They're together. I remember uh, this. I remember when, is, like, you were like, the, I remember this time period with you. Go ahead. Yeah. It's amazing. I'm seeing him, like, I'm seeing, I'm yeah. seeing Kim all the time. I'm, I, I end up, it, it, go back to Arizona. Her sister, I'm pretty sure Courtney went to college at ASU or U of A. I can't remember which one. So she knew all my people. So we ended up, uh, and Scott Disick was my homie from. I don't know if people know this. Scott Disick used to do the door and was a doorman at a club called Lobby, wow. owned by my boy Jeremy Casilli, who his his <laughs> manager, crazy. his GM was Mark Birnbaum, who became the owner of Catch and you know EMM Group. Yeah, yeah. So so the doorman for for Mark Birnbaum and Jeremy was a young kid from Long Island named Scott Disick. That's crazy. So He's from Rhode Island. I see Scott from Long Island. Yeah, Long Island. Long Island. Oh. So, so, so I see Scott, so I see Scott and I see Courtney at a wedding. I'm DJing for some Arizona kids and she's like, oh shit, you're the same guy from, from Vegas. I said, yeah, I know your sister, blah, blah, blah. So she's dating Reggie, boom, boom, boom. I'm seeing them every couple of weeks. They're coming out to Vegas partying. Um, 
And 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 Kanye, this is gonna get crazy. Kanye at the time is dating Amber Rose. Um, this is so New Year's. So the, the the Taylor Swift thing had happened at the MTV Awards right. previously a couple months earlier, and Kanye is like his career is hanging by a thread. Jay Z's not might not have been taking his phone calls is the rumor. Um, nobody wants to touch him. He's getting death threats. He's in a crazy place. He doesn't know you know right. what's going on. He's like man. He went from the hottest guy to like yo America's. You're about to get canceled before canceled was a thing. Yeah yeah yeah. So so he's in a bad place. Um, and he's, he's trying to move on from that somehow. I don't want to say, but Kim catches his eye. They had had a couple of interactions, I think previously, I'll just say that, uh, from, 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 you know, uh, and, 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 and he decided that he wanted to spend New Year's Eve wherever she was at. I'm pretty sure Kim was booked to host at Tao, Las Vegas. Me being one of the main guys at Tower at the yeah, time, yeah. I get a phone call from friends of mine. I won't name them, the people who are close to Kanye. And they're like, yo, Ye wants to DJ in Vegas. <laughs> wait, I said, wait, what? Uh, yeah, DJ? Yeah, yeah. They're like, Ye has been, met, you know, twiddling around with DJ and he knows that nobody can afford his, his hosting price yeah. to do like, a concert or songs or like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. book him and he'll do five songs. Nobody's going to be able to, and this is literally like five days or four days before New Year's. So I get a call and they're like, find him a gig and he'll owe you one. And I'm like, shit, what? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I jump on the phone so fast, but I'm thinking to myself like, but what is he, what, you know, what, why is he, why is he like, why is this last minute? Like rush to go out there, and he's Kanye West. He's a multimillionaire. He can just get on a plane and go out there. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Be. So Kanye wanted to have a, a a booking to justify, so it didn't look like he was going just to like pursue See, somebody. Yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right, right, right. It was like I want this gig to look organically like. I just I'm here for work. Yeah, yeah. And then oh, I just and, oh, and, oh, so just funny. Bumped, it's so so funny you're here. here. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. And so I'm making calls. I call the Palms. I call. I call. I call Tao. I said, Yo, can we? What about? Can we add him on the lineup at at Tao? Can we add him on the lineup at, 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 at Marquee? I'm calling everybody I can. Everybody's like, Yo, people are considering it, but they're like, Yo, he still wants. He still wanted, I think, 100 G's. With a DJ set. With like 100 G's. So people are like, yo, they're crunching numbers, trying to make it happen. But they're like, yo, we, we just can't. We, I'm getting budgets no budgets are at that point already yeah. already taken care of. Yeah, for sure. Totally. Because literally five days before New Year's. Yeah. Uh, Richie, of course, being the, the, the nightlife legend that he is and the, the king of of celebrity wrangling and, and with, you know, when somebody, Richie Akiva from One Oak, who yep. has some of the best relationships with celebrities in the business for sure. Know, yeah. In the business ever. He makes it happen. Wow. He says, of course he does. Bring Kanye. He makes it happen. Right. I end up not even being involved in the financials of the deal. He didn't need me to get to Kanye. So they, they work out a deal. Yeah. On that new year's, that's when they linked up and, that's when the whole Kim Kanye, Ye happened. Kim thing started. Wow. It started with a DJ set. <laughs> That's it crazy. It started that with a amazing. DJ set. And my only involvement, I'll say, is just that I got the call. Like, yo, get him out there. Find a way to make it happen. That's amazing. Oh. That's the, as many. That's as many details as I can oh, say. There's, man, there's, that's amazing. There's more, but it's all yeah, your fault. It's say. all I, your I've fault. I've never told that story ever. Before. So it's all wow. your fault. First time we're hearing that story. Reach one time. We can't thank you enough for uh, for today. Yo, uh, it's amazing, amazing. My uh, brother, my we brother, man. You guys, soon, man. Yeah. That, yo, you guys are doing something so great for the culture, for the music, for the craft. Please, like. Keep doing what you're doing, and Thank like you, you know, it, our, our our whole legacy as DJs and lovers of hip hop and all the music, like 
yo, man, like you, you are you're helping to push all that forward, and and I want to give Appreciate you your flowers and thank you guys. Thank oh, you. It's a blessing, the man. You're the blessing, best. Blessing. Thank, thank you, so thank you so much, you, Reece. DJ Reece. Yeah, one time, Reese, y'all. Guys, yo, you, I'll see you soon, brother. Thank you so much, yes, man. Love, man. Peace, bro. An amazing interview, Reach. Unbelievable. You're so funny. Like another amazing. All our interviews are amazing, bro. True. Very factual. Well, thank you again, again, DJ Reach. Thank you again for taking your time out, man. Love. Thank you for what you've brought to the culture and and all the knowledge that you have. And we definitely have to have Reach on here again one time for sure. Part two for sure, because that shit was really good, man. That was awesome. So thank you, Reach. Thank you guys for tuning in. You can catch me at Jason Smith Music on IG. You can catch me at Jeff London underscore on IG. And you can catch us at I'm the Promoter. He's the DJ. Yes, sir. Let's do it. Okay, I'm reloading. Jeff London. DJ Jason Smith. Pick on the pain. When this.